0: back again. Uh,
1: not with that intro. i my radio voice. No, I no, decided
0: no, no, no. to commandeer the no. intro.
1: I can't deal with that. You did that in bed the other day and I almost broke up with you. Hi guys, we Too are back. Much information. With the Skinny Confidential, him and her podcast, we've got Michael, Jordan, and me, Lauren here. Boone is on Michael's lap. Pixie's under Michael's foot. And we've got a lot of interesting topics to discuss today. But first... Let's talk about our weekend.
0: Well, we did a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> so I don't know what how interesting that's gonna be. Lauren took me to become a um, human pincushion.
1: You uh, love it. You love it.
0: Yeah, I go and I get acupuncture now from a, uh, t- a guy named Taylor, ironically. And um, so, yeah, I'm, I don't know how I feel about it.
1: Okay, he loves it. And he will think it's his idea in two weeks after his next appointment. He will go out to dinner with friends and tell them all about his new discovery called acupuncture that he discovered and why that person should try it because he discovered it and it's his discovery. And by the way, did you hear about his
2: discovery? I don't Um, think
0: I get the same like, reaction that you and Jordan get. I think you both do it.
2: Jordan does it. Jordan goes to Taylor. I love it. And by the way, his name's Taylor Taylor, which is awesome. That's amazing. <laughs> That's
0: I never wrong. trust a person Your with two name first names. It's
2: Michael Michael. He has two first
1: same names. Yeah. Or Dick Dick when you're acting like an asshole. <laughs> um, yeah, Taylor Taylor has two names, a first name and a last name, Taylor Taylor, and he's at Fix in Hillcrest, and he is literally amazing. He gives me acupuncture, and it's the most relaxing thing, and I'm deathly afraid of needles like to the point where I faint, so it's really
2: weird that I can even do it. I recommended it to Jordan. Thoughts? What do you think? Fix is like the greatest thing you ever recommended to me, I must say. I might just only be your friend because you recommended that to me. I have
0: now done cryotherapy... Not too big of a fan.
2: Let's talk about cryotherapy for a minute. Let's do a little, little deep. I got
0: tricked into going. I thought we were going for like a coffee or something.
1: Uh, see, what you should do, girls, is you should manipulate your boyfriend into going somewhere. So here's how you do it. You say that you have an appointment, but you say it last minute, like right before the appointment is. And you have to go to this appointment and you need them to drive you right away. So they drive you, and then you manipulate them into coming into the place with you. This is cryotherapy. And then you put them on the spot in front of the owner and say that they should try it, and they should be open to new ideas. Meanwhile, while the owner's selling them on it, you Snapchat the whole thing, and then you make them get into a freezing cold cryotherapy tank, and you watch their dick shrivel off.
0: Well, there was no no watching of dick shrivels. I had Um, my binoculars out. I basically got put into a position where if I didn't do it, I was just gonna look like the biggest bitch in the world. So I was like, fine, you know what? I'll do it. I'd I'll love get in the putting you in that
1: position. I'll get in
0: the cryotherapy. So I'm in there and they put me in these big shoes that are like five times over the size. They get me in a robe that somebody had left behind somewhere. And I'm in there, I'm in this booth, and it's fucking freezing. Taylor, you would hate Taylor would die. Taylor would just be dead. He can't even go below seventy two. If you went in this cryo, how cold does it get?
1: I think it gets to 42 degrees for three minutes and you're naked and your nipples literally freeze off but it's amazing because when you get out you get like these endorphins like kind of after you like had an orgasm you get like endorphins through your whole body and it's I
0: mean I don't want to like deter anybody but I didn't have an orgasm. Okay. Well, <laughs>
1: not saying you have an orgasm. I well,
0: I don't I didn't well, feel like I was is having an orgasm. was too shriveled
1: up for you to be having anything. I was I, inspecting it. I had my opera glasses out. I
0: felt like a woman when I got out. I was freezing. I felt I feel like the blood all like pooled in my body. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying anything bad about it. I'm just saying I'm not in a huge rush to run back
1: in a cryo this chamber. Um, so to continue the wellness theme, we brought it to acupuncture and cupping and he's done it before and he's going to lie to you guys and say he doesn't like it. No, but I does. like,
0: I like the feeling, um, after, you know, this time I got it done in my hand. I've had problems in my hand for a long time, especially in my knuckles. Um, and it was intense on the hand. I don't know. Like I, the back is no problem. The neck is no problem, but the hand is intense. It was aching for a solid 15 hours.
1: Yeah, but you fell asleep like a baby in our bed, like literally curled up like a baby because it literally puts you to sleep. And it was great because I wanted to watch Real Housewives, and I didn't have to hear you complain about it. And you slept through the night, no waking up, and you love it.
0: Yeah, no, I don't know if I love it. I like, I'm open to it. I like it. I would do it again, but I'm not, like, once again, people... I think it, everything is moderation. Everyone that gets so obsessed with something, oh, he's just slow abhorre. it down. In you know, Try this, try that. Would I do cryotherapy again? I don't think so. Um, would I do acupuncture? Probably. Cupping? Maybe.
2: You'd get cupped again.
0: Yeah, maybe.
2: I like the slide cupping. I like the slide cupping, too. Yeah, it's like... Explain been, what that is. It's basically like, well, cupping is where they put the cup on you and it just suctions in one place. This, they, like, put the suction cup on you and drag it around. It's like a reverse massage. Taylor
1: Taylor told me that he won't do that on guys because they're such pussies. So you did he it, just on me. Does it on Did you cry?
0: No. I was like, whatever, Taylor Taylor. Let's
1: keep <laughs> going. No, you weren't. You weren't um, end it.
0: Let's talk about the time you did cupping before a beautiful skin shoot.
1: Oh, that was funny. I don't uh, want to get a, into... That's a story. No, you can't. You have to be like... I
0: won't get into the brand, but so anyways, we show up and Lauren had to do a, uh, something for beautiful skin, and the whole campaign was about beautiful skin, beautiful, beautiful, clear skin, and she showed <laughs> up with her whole back and cupping marks.
1: Okay, can I defend myself here? First of all, cupping marks usually take two weeks to disappear, and I literally forgot that I had cupping marks on me because I'm not like one of those people that like stands in the mirror every day and inspects myself naked. Like, I've never seen you do that, but I guess you do do that because you would have noticed you had cupping marks on you. I'm not one of those people that, like, stares at myself in the mirror and says, oh, like, look what's over here, and I don't have time to do that. So I showed up at the shoot, and I forgot that I had cupping marks on my back. And, um, it, but was don't fun. worry,
0: we were right, reminded very quickly by yep. about 75 people.
1: And the makeup team was rushed to the shoot. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was our weekend. A lot of cupping, a lot of acupuncture, a lot of relaxation. And then we got a lot of work done yesterday and worked out. So it was pretty mellow, very unCoachella. Um, yeah, so let's get into the show. We have four questions today
2: and um, Jordan, go for it. Okay, Sivan Vardy asks, I have been experiencing some rude comments due to the, or to the point where it is borderline harassment. I would love to know how you guys handle situations like this. Lauren?
1: I have had so many rude comments and so many rude things said to me, and at this point I have to say I'm unaffected by it. It maybe affected me five years ago when I first started, and now it doesn't even phase me. Really? Yes. And I think it's one of those things where you have to just kind of grow with it. Like, just let time pass and you start to just develop a thicker skin. That's so cliche. But the more it happens to you, the more kind of unaffected you get. Um, I think that if you are getting comments and they are bothering you, you should focus your energy towards something else. And you're really about energy, so
2: don't you think? I completely agree with what you're saying. I think it's unfortunate that people are so intense like that, that they want to say something negative.
0: What I would say is that you just need to remember that whatever's being said is not about you. It's about the person saying it. And so I have a completely different approach than most people to, to something like this. Um, I actually feel bad, or not bad, but I feel sorry for the person that is saying the negative things because I feel like... There's something wrong or something going on with them. I mean, for me, I actually have a different approach than most people. I feel like if someone's talking about me, I get pumped on that. Um, I know that sounds crazy. It's like, oh, yeah. Like, you could be saying the worst shit about me ever, but I would prefer that as opposed to people not talking about me and not making me feel like I'm relevant. Like if,
1: I'm just so bored with it. If, mean, the con- if
0: somebody's talking about you, I, used- I had a buddy a long time ago. He said, if they're hating on you, you're doing something right.
1: I mean, that's very Jay-Z of you. It's true. But you're, you're right. You're right. I just think that it's... Who has time? Like, who has time? I mean, do you know what I mean? Who has time to go on the internet, write a negative comment? It takes so much energy to do that. For me, it's like... And I just delete it. Yeah. So what's the what's the point? And if people think that that they're that they're getting to you after five years or ten years or three years of doing something, it's just it's going to the trash like the other ones. It's just it's negative. If it's something though that's valid that I can address, I will address it. For instance, if it's a longtime reader and they're like, "I didn't like this post you did, and here's why, and here's what I think you should have done," I will absolutely address it. I'm fine with that. I'm open to. Um, constructive criticism, what I'm not open to is negative bullshit.
0: Yeah. Um, my whole thing, I, I, I don't let things like this bother me. It was funny because Lauren was looking at me strange a few mornings ago and she was like, you know, I couldn't figure out what was wrong. I thought it was something I did. And she says, you know, I've been nervous to tell you because these comments came in. And I said, like, I, th- I think she thought I was going to be really upset about it. And I was fired up. I was like, yes. I was like, I made it. Like, people are talking about me. Like, I'm like, you know i'm out there like people are saying things like
1: yeah Michael's michael's put him up uh, like have has been in the background like the wizard of oz yeah. m- for the last 4 years and now he's coming out and putting himself out there and with that is going to come negative comments i mean it's just the nature of the beast and and with social media nowadays people are worried about putting themselves out there cuz they're worried about the negative repercussions but the positivity that you get outweighs that negativity so much that it's entirely worth it
0: yeah i mean I get... Sometimes people will comment mean things to Snapchat to me and I just... I really, like, it doesn't bother me at all and I know people say that that shit doesn't bother them but really, like, I don't think there's anything in the world that anyone can say to me that would bother me. Like, there's just not. Like, you could... I just don't... I'm, I'm a very confident person Like and I think that... There, to answer your question what do you do channel that confidence is you need to channel that confidence you need to channel that like really it's not about you or what you're doing it's about them if somebody has the time or the energy to take out of their day and write a mean comment to you you got to really be thinking like who's sitting on the other side of that comment and what's going so wrong in their life that they need to take a time out of their day to write mean shit
1: on that note since we're kind of on the subject um not only do I get some negative comments on Snapchat, I get tons of positive, but I also get a lot of dick pics. As you guys know, I talk about it a lot. Lately, I've been getting a lot of dick pics with a piercing. Um, they, s- Ew! <laughs> yeah, they send me um, a, their dick pierced, and that's that's kind of another negative thing that I just block. So when I get anything that I don't like, I just block it.
0: You know, I've gotten <laughs> some dick pics too. No,
1: you haven't. I really have. Have you gotten some pierced ones? This was like a full bar box. I
0: haven't gotten any pierced ones. Um, this I, was like
1: a belly. You haven't right? made
2: it, so you
0: got the. Uh, I guess ones. I haven't it's made it. <laughs> it's called the Prince Charles.
1: It's called the Prince Charles. Is it really called the Prince Charles? I'm not
0: sure. Taylor would no. um, <laughs> <laughs> know.
1: Taylor, sure. do you have a Prince Charles?
2: No, I just. I'm pretty sure. I'm checking.
1: Okay, thanks for googling that. You're on it. Um, but anyways, yeah, I have a guy that loves to send me his cock pierced and it's really disgusting but it's really funny
0: right when you think you made it you realize you haven't so so
1: yeah along with negative comments you're gonna get gross pictures so it it, it comes with the oh thank you taylor for that visual
2: we'll put it on instagram
0: (laughs) oh dude that is pretty gnarly
2: (laughs) i'm literally hiding my eyes (laughs) okay next question moving on Lori dex asks what are your thoughts on man grooming my boyfriend has a pretty interesting take on it help with an exclamation point Two so exclamations. Continuing points. the penis theme.
0: I guess so. It was a perfect segue.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's a great segue. Taylor really segued it with that visual. Um, bam grooming. Honey, do you wanna go first since you're the man that's doing the grooming?
0: No, listen, I don't go to I don't groom too much. I just don't like a mess down there, you know, I don't need to be I don't need to uh, come out looking like a 1972 afro, okay? Like I need, I, I want to have, I want to have a clean landscape. Jordan, cover your ears. Um, I'm literally I don't, scared. I, de- this. I definitely don't want to go the 12 year old boy such a route, but I would like it a little bit clean down there, just so that um, I can get around.
1: <laughs> Michael Bostick, always providing value and content. Yes. Um, man grooming, okay. First of all, like don't go crazy. No one wants like a completely shaven canvas with like a huge cucumber popping out. That's way too gnarly. Just go. Or worse, <laughs> a
0: small cucumber or baby carrot.
1: <laughs> Taylor, why are you giggling in the corner? Oh,
0: Taylor's girl makes him go completely bald. No, he doesn't. Yes, she, <laughs> he, he goes. He's like guys. A, the conversation like a wet has seal. shifted. This
1: is very. Um, we're we're going down a taboo route. So Taylor, you're you're a bald eagle.
2: Yes, I am, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately, more or less.
1: Um, so, yeah, I guess Taylor can provide some insight on that. I can't. I don't like a bald eagle. No offense, Tay. It's
0: like going to get a haircut every week. It just it gets time-consuming.
1: Yeah, that sounds like it would get time-consuming. Just like I don't have time to look at myself naked in the mirror every day. I don't know how you can, like, groom down there every day. That's a lot of dedication.
0: I go in with the clippers, just clean it up.
1: Yeah, we know you go in with the clippers. It's left over in the toilet for me to look at. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Flush that. <laughs> Jordan, what's your opinion? I don't have an opinion. I am just over here, awkward. I, my palms are sweating because this conversation. Should we shout out to your mom? <laughs> yeah, um, Hi, this Dad. is awkward. There's nothing like talking about like shaving down mom, there. Mom, if you're
0: listening, thank you for the clippers <laughs> for Christmas.
2: <laughs> There's nothing more awkward than talking about this subject next to your brother and sister-in-law. <laughs> Great. We love to keep it awkward here at the
1: studio. So what's your opinion,
0: Lauren?
2: My opinion is not too much, not too little. In
1: between, let's keep it chic. We got stuff to do. We don't have time to bear it all every day. Sorry, Taylor. Um, and just don't go overboard in any arena. For instance, I'm going to compare this to eyebrows really quickly, and then we can move along from the penis subject. So when I look at a guy that has overly plucked eyebrows, I can't. Like, I just can't with that. Um it looks like he spent too much time in the mirror and too much time on himself. And it, to be honest, it looks a little narcissistic. So the same goes for, like, a penis area. Like, let's not get too narcissistic about our wieners. Sorry, Taylor, again. <laughs> um, so <laughs> Jordan's laughing. So with with <laughs> the guy's eyebrows, like, just not too much, not too little. Just maybe a little between the unibrow and you're good. Let's keep that theme well, going lucky downwards. for you,
0: I got some real bushy caterpillars.
1: No, you don't. We learned how to brush up, and I waxed in between your eyebrows.
2: All right, moving on. Next question. (laughs) Okay, thank God. Next question. (laughs) Jessica S. asks, I'm about to graduate college. I don't have a job, and I don't know what the hell I want to do. I feel like a loser. Do you have any tips for me? Aw.
0: Well, boo-hoo, Jessica. Uh, You and every other college kid, I know that's an aggressive answer. You guys were probably not looking for that one, but let me just be honest. Like, that's what everyone that's getting out of college or getting out of school has to do with You felt like that? Yeah, I felt like that. Everyone has how to do How did with it. you
1: feel? Like, tell the audience that was real boohoo for you. Like, tell them how you were.
0: Okay, so I, when I was in school and everything I studied in school was in the real estate market. And it was perfect timing in 2008 when everything in the real estate market was absolutely crashing and going into the fucking shit pit. So... Um, yeah, I was definitely freaked out. I got out of school and I and I pursued some stuff in real estate and got my ass kicked. And then guess what? I had no clue what I was going to do and I was making no money and I was living at home at my parents' house again after being an independent man or so-called independent man for the last 4 years in school. And so, yeah, I think like this is a normal thing. Like you're going to get out of school, you're pro- you're going to struggle a little bit. Like you're not supposed to get out of school and make thousands and thousands of dollars and millions and millions of dollars right out the way you're gonna to have to put in some time and some work and yeah you're gonna to have to stumble around for a little while like that's just that's just how it is I mean they're not this is not a unique situation
1: every single person in the entire world gets out of college and feels incredibly undefined um, that's okay in fact it's actually kind of good for your soul to feel undefined for a little because then it gives you a clear direction I think Um, I was actually in school and I felt undefined. Um, School was never it for me. I didn't get it. I didn't jive with it. So um, when I got out of school, I still felt undefined and it was an awful feeling. So I can totally relate to to what you're going through. I would just say that, um, again, create like a place, like a journal or a poster board or whatever it is, where you can just start jotting down ideas that define you. And whether that's health or wellness or... Um, you know doing someone's hair or just anything just start writing things down that you love that do define you that don't have to do with just school Um, I think it's really fleeting to put such a pressure on going to school and thinking that that's going to set the tone for your entire life and depending on that it's like putting all your eggs in the college basket don't do that there's a lot of ways you can make money that have actually nothing to do with college um, and also don't just let work and college define you. There's other things that you can be defined by.
0: No, and let me just say this. You're talking or listening to two people that have been in the exact same situation and mm-hmm. the circumstances have changed a little bit since then. So I don't want you to take my oh, boo-hoo answer. It's like, wow, this guy's being mean and he doesn't understand. Like, we've both been there. We both had no clue what we were going to do. We've had no idea.
1: I was cocktailing. You were working with your uncle. I was working
0: on a construction mm-hmm. site making no money. Um, we had no, I had no idea what I wanted to do for a business. You know, it's,
1: it's part of it. It's, it's part, part of, of the it. growth.
0: And I think that, that it, that people just need to live that part of it. And it, it's,
1: don't put so much pressure on yourself either. You're 21. Go have and fun. And you know what else
0: I would say It's you don't need to like, just because you're in school doesn't mean you can't be working towards a career or, or career or even working. Like there's a lot of students I see that because they're in school, they say, well, school's my job. You know, there's so many hours in the day. You can go get a part-time job. You can go do some internships. You can go interview. I mean, what I would suggest if you're in college and you're, and you're confused about what you want to do is go and find five to ten CEOs or CFOs of companies that you admire and set up a time where you can interview them. And just, and just email as many as you can, people you admire, and in all sorts of different fields. And after you've done that process – And after you've met with those different people in those different fields, you probably have a better idea of the direction you want to go.
1: But be proactive about it. I have to be honest. I agree with everything you're saying. And I'm just going to take it a little bit further and people might not want to hear this answer. I think the whole I'm in school so I can't get a job is so boring. I think that you should absolutely be doing things to propel yourself in other areas other than just school while you're in school. I think... You should be interning or or getting out there and contacting companies or starting to plan what, what your life is. I see so many 18-year-olds right now on the internet doing YouTube channels and fucking killing it. I mean, just because you're a certain age doesn't mean you have to be grouped into that box of doing the college thing and just, you know, being in a sorority and partying. To be honest, I was in a sorority for 10 minutes. I didn't like being bossed around and I didn't understand the point, point of paying $800 a semester to be in a sorority. Um, That's me, that's what worked for me, is to not be in a sorority. You might be different, I'm telling you it worked for me. So instead of being in a sorority, I focused on building my blog. And as I've said before, it took a year to build that. So I channeled my energy in a different way. Um, I think that, that just because you're in school, you shouldn't just use that as, oh, I can't do anything because I'm in school. Explore what you love. I don't care if it's even taking yoga classes or getting a teacher training license for a peer bar or, um, you know, t- a, like apprenticing under someone that, that cuts hair because you're interested in hair. Whatever it is, don't let college be an excuse for you not to do something that wor- is working towards your dreams. Yeah,
0: and I think to feed pl- to, to into that, it's kind of like... Going to high school and then getting out and being like, oh, shit, what do I do now? Right. But you're not expected to do anything right out of high school. You're expected to go to college. So the reason people get scared out of college is because they go to college, they do their classes, blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden, like Lauren said, you get out of school. And you're like, oh wait, there's nothing else set up for me. It's not. This is. There's like no. There's, there's not another move. And so you have to kind of go figure it out. So while you're in college, like Lauren said, there's no reason why you can't be interning or working a little or figuring out something. Or working. And how
1: boring is is it the expectations? If yeah, but you're if you're expected. Yeah,
0: but if you're out of school, then. Even
1: if you're like in high school, I don't understand why that's an excuse to just be in high school. In fact, if everyone's doing something and everyone's just focusing on high school, why not do something different? I'm all about if everyone's going right, let's go left. So if everyone's just focused on school and college, how can you do something that's different? You want to find that white space, right?
0: Yeah. So this
1: is like a more deeper question. And honestly,
0: we gave an interview today, me and Lauren, and we were asked, or Lauren and I, and we were asked the question... A, a, a question like this, say what are your three tips? And, and my three tips are really simple. It's patience, consistency and authenticity. When I say patience, I mean have the patience to wait for something to come. It's going to happen. life's a long time. Consistent me, meaning consistently work on something towards forward progression every single day. It doesn't need to be a huge thing. you just need to constantly be moving forward and authenticity means be doing something that's that's authentic to yourself. And if you do those three things and you and you have enough patience, You'll be fine.
1: And just because you're in high school or college or elementary school or whatever the fuck you're in doesn't mean you can't be working towards something that's bigger than what you're expected to do.
0: I think everyone at this table has changed what they're doing like three or four times. I Jordan, know. Even Jordan and Taylor, like Taylor. For sure.
1: No, Taylor's kept it bare the entire time.
0: Besides that, I have.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah, I think that, um, and I'll probably change it again, right? No, Jordan, speak on that. You've you've changed it up. You've changed it here and there.
2: Yeah, I think that. I think that the biggest thing is that you're always thinking about what you want and what you're passionate about and what you want to do with your life, and you're always working on yourself professionally and personally. So yeah. if you don't know what you want to do, figure it out. I just like,
0: you know, I have a hard time with these questions because I really just don't feel sorry for anybody that hasn't put in the time right i just well, maybe
1: she has put in the time no you
0: there's it's impossible for you to have put in the time if you're getting out of college you there's just no way i haven't even put in the time yet right like it's been 11 years for me that we're working and i'm not there yet like when i say putting in the time i mean really putting in the time and not expecting to be a multimillionaire or an overnight success straight out of college really like it's just you got to put in the time guys that's it
2: all right next question. Okay, Lexi B asks, what do you do after a breakup? I'm low-key obsessed with my ex. What do you do to move on and not look stupid? Ouch. Okay,
1: um, you do, if everyone else is going right, remember, you go left. So, in my opinion, and Michael, correct me if I'm wrong, a lot of girls get a little cuckoo after a breakup when they're invested in a guy and he suddenly decides to clip it. Would you say?
0: Yeah, but I would not just say girl. I think guys do the same thing. Maybe girls. Oh, yeah.
1: Guys, too. Sorry. Excuse me. Guys, maybe, too.
0: Uh, maybe girls sometimes can do things on the crazier side. Um, I know I haven't had the smoothest of experiences in the past, but um, my advice would be to, t- to touch on Lauren's is to disappear. Disappear like a ghost in the wind, get the hell out of there, make him make him or her wonder what the fuck happened and where this person went. Um, Here's
1: what you don't do. You don't pretend like you left your sweater at his house when you didn't just to see him. I've heard that one so many times. You, If you share a dog, you don't try to dress up and take 600 hours on your makeup and drop the dog like you casually just rolled out of bed. You don't stalk him at the movies when he's on a date with his new girlfriend. And you certainly do not break into his email. Those are a couple of the ones I've heard. In my opinion, you go radio fucking silent. You go left when everyone's going right. And you do your own thing and focus on your own trajectory. And in my opinion, males are attracted to that. Yes or no, Michael Bostick. Yeah, and
0: in my past experiences, whenever I've had my... Uh dogs picked up by someone else, or my internet broken into, or my tires slashed, or... Have you
1: really had your almost tires Almost been slashed? hit by
0: a car, or... No, that
1: was me when you were rude ...had to
0: me. someone show up at a date, mm-hmm. or any of the number of things. I always thought to myself, hmm, wouldn't it be nice if this just didn't happen? Well,
1: I've never been psycho to you.
0: No, you haven't, but we've never broken up. So... Um, that never if had an we opportunity. Broke up, I bet you'd be pretty fucking psycho if we broke mm,
1: up. No, I really wouldn't. i have moved to New York and be like laid up, No, I know because I'm moving dog. to New York. No, no, no. I'm you literally. Call I me claimed my that day.
0: city. If we break up, I no. go to New York. You go somewhere else. Go I'm anywhere
1: really else in the world. I'm really sorry that you think that, but I've literally told you a hundred times that I'm moving to New York. You guys if we break
0: heard up. it here. I got dibs on New York. I'm going to Louisiana.
1: I'll go to Paris with your credit card. That's
0: <laughs> probably okay.
1: <laughs> um, no, no but I really, just, really, I really, think that you you guys should just make sure that you are not in any way giving off a desperate smell. And when I mean a desperate smell, I mean nothing that that makes it seem like you're sitting around pining for the guy. Go off, do your own thing, focus on your job, focus on your friends, focus on working out and getting the best ass you can ever get. And, and if the guy doesn't come back, then he's not worth it. And to me, I don't want to be with anyone that doesn't want to be with me. Like, I've never wanted to be with someone that's not, like, dying to be with me. Like, what a waste of time. Um, so I just think, I just think that you just should do your own thing and not fixate on the breakup. No,
0: and I would just play it this way. Um, imagine the roles reversed and you broke up with someone and you were just turned off. You were done. This has happened to me. You were finished, like, and I'm just playing devil's advocate here. You're finished and you break up with the person and they start to become completely ballistic psychopath, stalking you, following you around, Stop beg, my ex. begging for you to come back. Just kidding. You're, you're going to be turned off. So just, just imagine if the roles were reversed. And please do not make the mistake of trying to convince them that they love you and miss you. If they can't figure that out on their own, then they're never going to figure it out. And you're not going to convince them.
1: Yeah, I think that a huge part of attraction comes from a challenge and comes from independence. I think it's very attractive to men and women. And I think the second that you show that card of desperation, it's like you're playing poker and you're showing your card. Yeah. Um, It just just keep on your own trajectory and don't worry about what they're doing and you'd be surprised what happens and if nothing does happen then they're not the one for you and you say next
0: yeah and men men and women i've said it once and i'll say it again please do not act like hungry beavers because what
1: is up with you in that word i
0: just picture like a beaver with his teeth out like chomping through wood and that's how i imagine somebody that's like really like
1: have you yes, ever acted like a hungry beaver? No,
0: I I will never do it. You it, never have. If me and you broke up, I would. You and I. No, you and I, I would be out. Like you would be like people would be like, where the fuck did that guy go? He's gone. Like he's gone. You never hear. It. You would be dead. No, and listen, guys, <laughs> girls, if you need to get a cry out, especially men, 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 please, for Christ's sakes, if you need to get a cry out, uh, and I have a lot What's of friends a cry, out? a cry. I mean, like if you need to, if you're if you're down, you need to get a cry. Listen, there's. Men, have you
1: had a cry out?
0: N- no, listen. Even if I did, this is my point. Even if I did, men, there's nothing wrong with having a cry, you know? As a matter of fact, your friends will understand that you're going to have a cry. But for God's sakes, don't do it in front of us, okay? (laughs) Go Lock yourself in the closet. So when Taylor Taylor out.
1: breaks up, he has to... No, listen. I'm going to be
0: like, Taylor, I know Taylor's very upset. We're all going to know. <laughs> we're going to We're going to expect that he's going to have a cry. We're going to... He's going to have snot coming so out of his nose. himself I'm cry out out. in
2: his car alone.
0: He's going to have snot coming out of his nose. He's going to be in the closet crying. And you know what? Then I expect him to show up to work the next day, stone-cold face work like nothing's going on. So you're on. telling
1: people not to have no, any emotions. No, listen, no,
0: I'm, not, I'm telling them to have their emotions, but men, and this is for men, not so much for you women. I don't, I, I'm not going to miss but there no, I, wouldn't,
1: I wouldn't hit that. There
0: is nothing worse than talking to one of your guy friends when he's sniveling and crying and snot is coming out of his nose about how he just broke up with a girl when you know damn well in three or four months he's going to be with another girl because guess what? All the rest of us guys, we have to remember back to when you had snot and tears <laughs> coming out of your nose. And is this
1: like guy code? Yeah.
0: So just guys, listen, if you, you're going to be emotional, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm all for it. Just, just do it on so your own time.
1: Guys, don't call Michael when you're having a cry No. Out. And I'm
0: talking like, listen, if if you have like a, a serious tragedy, but don't, don't call me because you and Susie broke up after three months. Like who, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> you know, who gives a shit?
1: All right. Uh, all right. Well, that is the questions, right?
2: Well, that is all the questions we have for today. Thank you to everyone that sent them in. If you want to send questions for next week, you can email us at asklauren at theskinnyconfidential.com. Or you can
1: reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram using the hashtag Ask Him and Her. Ask us whatever you want. As you can tell, we are going there. Today, we talked about man grooming, Taylor's bare naked cucumber, breakups, and college. And we will be back next week. With episode nine.
0: And for my guy friends who have cried and blown snot in my face over breakups, I am sorry you had to find out about my true feelings this way, but maybe think twice about doing that again. (laughs) And with that, goodbye.
1: Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye.